Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday, sixth Sunday of Ordinary Time. The first reading shows God, not man, as the source of all real power. The second reading says that because Christ rose from the dead as a believer of him, so will we. In the gospel, we see that God's reward is forever, and the world's reward is temporary. This week, let your attitude be an action of love, gentleness, and strength. Show your humility by putting family needs before your own needs. 
You can only demonstrate this kind of power if you are strong in your private time alone in prayer with the Lord. Read scripture daily, and he will give you direction in your daily actions. Show the people at school or work that because you are loved, you are capable of loving others. Remember, blessed are they who love, for they are of God. And Deacon Ken had for that, I prayed over a little boy. His grandfather was now the father of five young grandchildren. This boy was having nightmares and full of fear. He was taken out of a foster home and placed with his grandfather. I told them all about Jesus, knowing him and loving him and living inside of him. He was very open to let Jesus love and heal him. In another book he had, God, not man, is the source of all power. His application, I learned from a retreat that I worked on that man's power isn't a guarantee or success, but God's power is. And I had for that, I have been trying to love others the way God loves me. He loves me unconditionally. God's spirit guides me daily to the truth, which is to Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. When I read the gospel of the day in my quiet time with the Lord, he speaks to me. What he is saying to the people in the gospel, he is saying to me, I have developed a personal relationship with God through the word of God in the Bread of Life Catholic Bible study. Although I have done the lesson several times over the years, he still is teaching me things about myself and how to live my life according to his word and not the way of the world. I have fallen deeper and deeper in love with Jesus Christ. What was the helpful or new thought from the readings of the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Deacon Ken, the power of a cheerful attitude. His application, I am trying very hard to make myself open to listen to the Lord and let him change my attitude to an attitude of peace, joy, and love. Then I am ready to forgive. And I have I am blessed when I trust in the Lord with all my heart, rely not on my own understanding in all my ways and mindful of Jesus. My application, humble myself before God and others. This week is the seventh Sunday in ordinary time. The first reading is 1 Samuel 2, 7 to 9, 12 to 13, 22 to 23. The second reading is 1 Corinthians 15, 45 to 49. And the gospel is Luke 6, 27 to 38. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. But to you who hear, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, Offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. 
For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as also your father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Questions. Who did Jesus say to love? Your enemies. And to whom did he say to be good? To those who hate you. For whom does Jesus say to bless and pray? Those who curse you. Those who mistreat you. What was said before and what is Jesus saying now? You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. What are you to do when someone strikes you on the right cheek? Go offer the other one as well. Take your cloak. Do not withdraw even your tunic and ask for something. Give to everyone who asks of you. Personal. When someone has hurt you, what is your response? Deacon Ken, prayer, discernment, charity. Do to others as you would want them to do to you. In another book he had, I usually complain, then sulk, then become angry, then indifferent. But now I am trying to let go and let God take control of my emotions. And I have, I get quiet and go to the Lord. I talk to someone about it. I pray about talking to the person or writing them. I do better writing to them. In that way, my emotions don't get in the way. What are we to do to others? As you would have them do to you. Who do even sinners love and do good to? Those who love them and do good to them. What were you called to inherit? 1 Peter 3, 9 says, do not return evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, a blessing, because to this you were called, that you might inherit a blessing. How should you lend money? Lend expecting nothing back. What will you be your reward? Great. And what will you be called? Children of the Most High. Who is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked? And why should you be merciful? The Most High, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked, because my Father is merciful to me. And the personal question, 
list how many things you gave away this past week for which you knew you would not be repaid. Deacon Ken, prayers over people, Bibles, Bible studies, catechism. Some some other comments by Deacon Ken on that page. You may not be able to control the situation, but you can control your reaction to it. And I have, I give away my time on the phone to someone. I gave away my time on the phone to someone who was sick and needed to talk. My prayers for the unborn, my time to be with my great-grandchildren, my time to St. Dismas Gill, my sleep doing the, this podcast, <laughs> the gifts God has given me for the upbuilding of the community, such as lecturing, making a sign with with Deuteronomy 30, 19 on it, which says, I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Choose life so I could hold it up in front of Planned Parenthood while praying the rosary. I believe in the power of God's word to bring people to repentance and to heal. It does it for me. I gave away my time, talent, and treasure this week. What will happen if you stop judging and condemning and if you forgive? You will not be judged or be condemned. You will be forgiven. What virtue triumphs over judgment? James 2.13 says, For the judgment to merciless to one who has not shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. If you give what will be given you, Gifts will be given you, and what will be measured out to you? The measure which you measure will be in return be measured out to you. The personal question, what are some of the gifts you have received for giving something away? In what way have you made judgments on others, and what do you need to do to repair the damage? Deacon Ken had peace, love, and joy. The way they talk, the way they dress. Psalm 141.3 says, shut my mouth and seal my lips. In another book, he had peace of heart and mind. And the second part of that question, by assuming criticalness, listening to hearsay, gossip, repent by changing my habits. And I have, giving our books away have resulted in people being healed and coming to Jesus, especially people who could not afford them. We receive joy, peace, and much love from the people who have received them. The greatest gift we receive is seeing people coming to Jesus and finding healing through the Bread of Life Catholic Bible study, secrets of a happy family, overcoming compulsive behavior, in overcoming sexual abuse. Also, marriages being healed, families being healed. We do get some feedback from inmates, and that is such a powerful gift that we receive. Read and meditate on Psalm 103, 1 to 4, 8, 10, 12 to 13. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the Psalm? Bless the Lord. O my soul, all my being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. 
Do not forget all the gifts of God who pardons all your sins, heals all your ills, delivers your life from the pit, surrounds you with love and compassion. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger, abounding in kindness, has not dealt with us as our sins merit, nor requited us as our deeds deserve. As far as the east is from the west, so far have our sins been removed from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on the faithful. How can you apply this to your life? Deacon Ken, he pardons all my sins and he heals all my ills. Believe in this verse and he will bring healings in your life that cannot be imagined. Application. I will practice my praise and readings of the Psalms, and I will proclaim that Jesus can and will heal all our ills and forgive all of our sins if we will let him. Let's do something beautiful for God. Pray, pray, pray. And another book he had, he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Application, by forgiving others, and be generous in my mercy and joy to others. This helps me to forget my diseases and let God work on healing me. And I had for that psalm, I cannot be but bless God for who he is. He is holy. He is love. He is compassion, merciful and gracious. He is slow to anger and abounding in kindness. His love and compassion has no limits. My application, follow in Jesus' footsteps. Hold his hand and let him direct me in all my ways. The commentary. Jesus makes known very strongly in this reading that love is a decision and not some sentimental sloppy emotion. He tells us that anyone can love someone who is easy to love or who in truth in turn loves us back. He goes on to say that even pagans love their families and friends. He even states that anyone can love under those kinds of situations. Jesus asks for something more than a sentimental yes. He calls for a decision, a decision to love. Jesus was well aware of the oppression of the Jewish people by the Romans, but he told the people to love their enemies. This kind of talk and teachings turned many people away from him. He was not talking about feelings, but about the use of our will. Jesus' teachings are about an act of love, which is really an act of the will. We make a choice to love someone who, with our mind. We also make a choice to forgive someone with our mind. The Greeks distinguished between three different types of love in the world at the times of Christ. And this is still true today. They are, one, eros, a natural love of man for a woman. Two, filio, a love for relative or friend. And three, agape, a love that only builds up the other person with no expectation for any kind of response. 
this agape type of love that he has extended to us. Jesus died for all of us, knowing quite well that many people could have cared less about him. He died for us, knowing that many were sinning while he was dying for us and would be sinners long after he died. He knew firsthand what it meant to love, love those who hate, persecute, and even put you to death. He asks us to do nothing that he has not done. And he tells us that he will give us the power to love like this through his Holy Spirit, Acts 1.8. His message today is for all the world, just as it was then. And that message is to love one another as I have loved you, John 13, 34. The application, the first reading tells us that the destiny of all people is in God's protective hands. The second reading explains how our present body is a natural body and our future body will be a spiritual body. The gospel reveals that love is a decision, not a feeling. This week, take inventory of yourself and see who is not getting your love. Look at members of your family, then your relatives, and then your work or school associates. Make a decision to love and make a decision to forgive. You might begin this inventory and decision making by first getting down on your knees and confessing to God your own sins. Then listen to him as he discerns your inventory and puts it in proper order. Ask the Holy Spirit to clear all of the stinking thinking out of your head as you get ready to decide to love all, even your enemies. Let us close with prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com 
or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.